Hi, I'm Pastor Dole of Heart City Church. Have you been with us in this devotional series or spent much time going through the Psalms? You're aware that the Psalms testify again and again and again to human depravity. The Psalms pull no punches in showing just how evil humanity is. Today we come to Psalm 140, which Paul will actually quote in his infamous section of Romans 3 where he spells out that every human being stands condemned and will be held accountable to God. One of the key Reformation teachings, a Bible truth largely lost in our day, is that of total depravity. Total depravity means every human from birth on is deeply marred and has a fallen nature prone to evil. Yes, God made us good, very good. But the rebellion of Adam and Eve infected every human being. And let's be honest, we feel this. What often happens when we hear a command of God? We feel a resistance inside us rise up. But what happens when temptation comes? Well, we often feel the opposite, a pull to do that which we shouldn't. Total depravity does not mean that every person is as bad as we can possibly be, but it does mean we've been corrupted in every part of our being and we're prone to sin. R.C. Sproul says, well, we're not sinners because we sin. We sin because we are sinners. And this is why Jesus, the Son of God, His coming as a sinless human to pay for our sins on the cross is such good news. By believing in Jesus, we no longer stand condemned and we can stop sinning. And on that day when Jesus returns, we will be fully rehumanized and made sinless like Him. But that day is not yet. So the question for us today is, what do we do in a world full of sinners and particularly when they go so far as to begin unprovoked attacks on your person. Now you may be hearing, attack on me unprovoked, Joel? And inside you may feel a pull to respond sinfully and kind. Before going there, my friend, let's take in Psalm 140, a psalm of David. Rescue me, Lord, from evildoers. Protect me from the violent, who devise evil plans in their hearts and stir up war every day. They make their tongues as sharp as a serpent's, the poison of vipers is on their lips. Keep me safe, Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Protect me from the violent who devise ways to trip my feet. The arrogant have hidden a snare for me. They have spread out the cords of their net and have set traps for me along my path. I say to the Lord, You are my God. Hear, Lord, my cry for mercy. Sovereign Lord, my strong deliverer, You shield my head in the day of battle. Do not grant the wicked their desires, Lord. Do not let their plans succeed. Those who surround me proudly rear their heads. May the mischief of their lips engulf them. May burning coals fall on them. May they be thrown into the fire, into miry pits never to rise. May slanderers not be established in the land. May disaster hunt down the violent. I know that the Lord secures justice for the poor and upholds the cause of the needy. Surely the righteous will praise your name, and the upright will live in your presence. So friend, what do you do when evil people seek to ruin you without cause? David shows us we call out to God for help and spell out all that they've done. And by the way, did you notice the progression? David began with the evil beginning in their hearts, turned to verbal attacks, and then the hands and feet follow suit. You see, evil begins in the hearts that are depraved by sin before it comes out in actions. 
David recognizes his own heart problem, as we'll see in the next psalm. So instead of becoming like his enemies, David calls out that God act and rescue him. Instead of returning fire on his opponents, David goes to God fully believing God can help him. Did you notice David confessing who God is for him? He confessed, Sovereign Lord, God, you're in total control of all things. He confessed, My strong deliverer. God is the one who delights in the rescue mission. He confessed God was his shield in the day of battle. Having God as your shield is the ultimate protection. Friends, confession is such a huge part of the Christian spiritual growth. Our confession in prayer is what emboldens us even as we see our helplessness. And by being reminded of who God is, we come to see that the enemies, the evil one's plans will not succeed. Now David does ask God to bring disaster on his enemies. And we may feel uncomfortable about that, but we shouldn't. Because David recognizes these, that these evildoers want disaster to come to all of God's people, not just himself. And if that happens, David's concern is that God's name will be smeared. God is the one whose reputation is to secure justice, to uphold the needy's cause. So David prays that their evil scheming will boomerang back on themselves and we can do the same. This is not us being vindictive. It is us leaving it with the righteous judge. That's far better than us reacting in an ungodly manner and it will result in increasing our faith. God once asked Abraham, Will not the judge of all the earth do what is just? So friends, God is the one who will determine if and when these others should drink their own medicine. So let's leave it with the judge and look forward to that day when we will be rejoicing in his presence forever. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.